Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Happy Monday, everyone. It is Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. And the Shannon Paul is hanging out with us this morning. Jason is off. He will be back tomorrow. Everything all good? Yes. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. So here we go. Have you done Am I the Ass Hat with us yet, Not Shannon? with you, no. no. Okay, well, we pull these directly from Reddit. Mm-hmm. So it's in their point of view, and then we just talk about what would we do, and is that person the ass hat? Let's workshop it, yes. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. roll that beautiful bean footage. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the ass hat? Yeah, you might be. Here we go. Am I the ass hat for mm-hmm. not keeping my thoughts on my sister's ridiculous baby names to myself? Okay. All right. Here's what she wrote. She says, I'm the youngest of three siblings. I'm 34. My sister Katie is 35. And my brother Ian is 38. Mm-hmm. So she's the baby. She says, one of the three of us, Katie, is the one who, quote, made it. Mm-hmm. Her words. She attended Yale Law School and is engaged to a neurosurgeon, Daniel, who attended Stanford Medical School. Over the years, it became clear that Katie looks down on me and Ian because we, we aren't as ambitious, successful, credentialed as, I, as she is. Katie has expressed her astonishment that the family business is profitable, even though someone who got C's in high school and never went to college, a.k.a. me, has been running the day-to-day operations for 10-plus years. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty big, yeah. Mm -hmm. She says, Katie once told Ian to his face that he, quote, wasted his potential. He was the valedictorian of his high school class, just like Katie, but dropped out of college to help mom run the family business after dad passed away. Katie and Daniel recently posted that Katie is pregnant with twin boys Mm -hmm. and that their names would be Stanford and Yale. Oof. (laughs) 
says, I commented congratulations, but later I texted her to say that it wasn't right to give the boys ridiculous names, that they would be put under immense pressure to succeed from a very young age. I also asked her what would happen if one or both of them weren't as successful or perfect as she hoped. Katie did not like this, the points that I made. So she texted me back and said, I wasn't asking for your opinion, especially from someone like you. Consider yourself uninvited from our wedding until you sincerely apologize. And by the way, I was already leaning toward not attending due to Katie's condescending attitude toward me. But the someone like you comment sealed the deal. I told Ian what happened, but he said that I should have kept my thoughts to myself. That's the brother saying that. Am I the asshat? 651-641-1071 if you want to sound off. What say you two lovely ladies? Oh, I'm not going. I'm not going. (laughs) I'm not going. And and first of all, uh, she's right. Oh, okay. So she's she's not the asshat. She's not saying something about the hat and the names. Now, I might have. um, I I don't agree with her brother in saying she should have kept it to herself. Other than it's not of value, and she wouldn't benefit from saying anything. So from the from the from the position of the original poster. Yeah. Um it doesn't benefit the original poster to bother to say anything because she knows that her sister isn't going to be uh, ex- uh receptive to it. I feel like it's a lot of okay, I would be in radical acceptance with my older sister and go, okay, she's not going to listen, she's not going to do it, she's going to do whatever she's going to do. So for my the safety of my emotions, I may not bother to say anything because I know there won't be any outcome. Yeah, because she's get, already thinking of you. Yeah, and so all it is, is setting yourself up for, you know, that's it. I'm not worried about whether I'm hurting her feelings. It was, I think she's right. That's a lot. You know, that you're doing with you. And it, it rather even beyond a successful point, why give your kid a name that might get them picked on? Yeah. You know, it's not it's a beautiful name. It's not it's a family name. It's not anything. It just means your parents are odd. <laughs> like that's a name that's like, OK, your parents were odd. Yeah. Yep. Huh. OK. Holly, what say you? Yeah. Not the ass hat. And agree with Shannon mm-hmm. where. Well, did that opinion necessarily need to be shared? I mean, that's the thing that you you get your friends on the phone and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that my <laughs> right, well, you're going to name that our kids mm-hmm. Stanford and Yale. You write how, in a journal. Yeah. Right. How pretentious are these fools? Right. Uh, but at the same so at the same time, expressing that does cause some drama that's unnecessary. But clearly the drama is already there. Correct. And yeah, you're you're not setting up your kids for success in the way that you think that you are. Mm-mm. You're basically just giving your kid a designer label name. Correct. And so what does that say about you? And then, yeah, what if Stanford and Yale just want to go to community college? Right. And yeah. they don't want to live up to that name. I mean, or I don't even know if they go to another Ivy League school. It's just it just bounds them into a particular narrative. So yes. now your kid no longer has a choice to be. You know, they can still do other stuff, but now for the rest of their life, they're going to have to go, yeah, I decided to go to Oxford instead, even though I named Yale. Yeah. Which should still be cool. And it's like, there are ways. Look, I got, I am married to a person with a Roman numeral at the end of their name. Fair enough. All right. And they, well, and I'm speaking to this, Shannon, Mm -hmm. you know, they share a name with their, 
with their dad who, mm-hmm. you know, he he has that pedigree, legit that kind of pedigree. And so then you're yeah. setting, it's like, okay, can yeah. I live up to this name? Can I, I'm just me. I'm just, I'm a vibe. I'm doing right. my thing. Yes. Do you think that that's damaged him? <laughs> See? I mean, maybe this is a conversation <laughs> off the air, but I'm wondering, like, it, did he feel the pressure well, yeah, to he live did. up to that name? Yeah, I think he oh, did feel see, some pressure might... to live up to okay, that name. That helps me maybe think about this differently, because my initial thought is, yeah, you're kind of the asshat. Why? Sister for saying anything. Um, because, first of all, yeah, it, what you guys were saying that you... You're not going to get any kind of answer that you're not going to get from your sister. Yeah, you're right. These names are ridiculous. I shouldn't name my child this. That's just not going to happen. She's already set in her ways, and that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless she asked you and said, hey, what do you think of my kids' names? Then it's okay. But, yeah, I would definitely write it in my journal. I'd be talking to my (laughs) husband like, ooh, Stanford. And I'm like, there's no way I'm calling that kid Stanford. It's Ford or Stan. (laughs) And then Yale can be Yale. But, you know, (laughs) it also depends on the last name and things like that. But, you know, if you already have a contentious relationship with your sibling. Do you count as an asshat if you... If you be, as you're saying, if you already have a contentious relationship, does that then mean that anytime you say something that may cause drama, you're a problem? Potentially, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily think that it makes you an asshat, but I understand why you're saying all you're doing is putting more fire on this, you know, putting more lighter fluid on this fire. So why bother? Yeah. Um, Cause she's not going to change or do anything different. Cause she's already decided that she's yeah. the best of all of you and it doesn't matter. Right. But if you, so if you know that, if you know that is the scenario and you never say anything, mm-hmm. I also don't think it, in my opinion, doesn't always make you the jerk yeah. because you're also doing like maybe this is something that she's like, okay, I know that it caused a problem, but I feel better getting it off my chest. And instead of talking about her behind her back, I told her, I think this is yeah. a bad idea. So I'm like, so I'm not just, you know, I'm not just. You could be like, I told myself. you so. When the kids are like, I or hate you. Even if it's I not that, my name, it's it's also self care. Does the yeah exactly? Does the original poster feel that as self care? Going no, instead of thinking it all this time, I actually got it off and I I got it off my chest and I said it and yeah. I said it, you know, and I was open and honest. And she didn't receive it. And oh, well, now I'm going to sleep better at night knowing that I said what I thought. This you know what? Cool. There's something to be said about that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karina's on the line. Good morning, Karina. Thanks for calling. Hi, how hey. are you? We're fantastic. What say you? Is she the ass hat? I'm going to say yes. I, I kind of think that when it comes to your family and kids and stuff like that, like they're going to name their kids regardless of your opinion anyway. So Part of me is like, I think maybe they should have just not said anything and just been like, you know what? If they're going to make a fool of themselves, just just let them do it and just kind of sit back and watch it unfold. Yeah, kind of pick the hill. Okay. Pick the battle, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Absolutely. Have yeah. a great day. Oh, it's so tough. Mm-hmm. And especially like yeah. naming kids, Oof. you know, and that's I that's where I always just back off. I'm like, look, I don't have any kids. I'm not going to like judge 
I mean, I will silently judge, but I don't have to share those judgments with anybody. (laughs) Right. But for the most part, it is. It's like, okay, you're going to do what you need to do. But then yeah, also, oh, gosh, man. Well, I agree with I just checked our Twitter and I agree with Panda, who's like, you're setting your kid up for bullying. Um, Mm, And, you know, one of the discussions we had and we weren't going, you know, my ex and I, when we were having our son and discussing it, we wanted a name that was individual but not so specific and unique that it would be difficult mm-hmm. and my ex is much better about going here's how they it would get turned into something they'd get bullied than i am because i really wanted to name our our kid malik i liked the name malik i thought it was just you yeah. know I, I don't even remember what it means but i liked it at the time um but my ex-husband is a plumber and he's the one that said we oh. can't name our kid malik right <laughs> what is he thinking about salute your shorts yeah no yeah so he's all <laughs> like we can't i'm a plumber we can't have a kid that's named like, my leak <gasps> oh, yeah right Right. I was exactly about the, the character Zeke the plumber from Salute. No, my ex is a, a plumber, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Once they find out That's that his dad's reason. a plumber, they're gonna go. Oh, they're gonna call leak. him Leak. Yeah. And so oh, I was like, okay. Again, if he pees right. his pants, and, so, and, and we thought, oh. and so we talked about, you know, we talked about what would the name get shortened to, and all this stuff, and what would the nicknames be organically, and so we kept a lot of that in mind, and I think some parents don't. You know, like it's hard enough that I'm Shannon with the non-standard spelling and people can't, you know, it, it. but naming your kids something that puts a particular identity on them. Yeah. That's not their own is not something I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. I want to give them a name that they can decide how they're going to live into that name. Right. There. They can be a doctor. They can be a, you yeah. know, they can be a doctor. They can be a dentist. They can work at a grocery store. They can be an author. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's great about it, too, is that they can always change their name. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah, like but it. They don't. They don't. People just suffer. They just suffer. Okay. And they go, or they say, just call me something else. Right. And they don't like it. So you're still putting that pressure on them because then the next post is, my parents named me this wackadoo name. And should I use it? Do I have to keep it? My mom would be really heartbroken if I changed my name. Yeah, just that, call me this. Or yes. you could just yeah, just have people call you something different. Maybe right. he wants to go by Stan. And then and then all of the and now you still have to worry about whether your mom cuz that just seems like you're you're obviously they're going to be an overbearing mom. What if your kids go, "Don't call me Stanford." What are you going to tell your kid? So your kid has to be bold enough to say, "I don't like it. Don't call me that." Or people pick on me. That seems like yeah. a lot of pressure to put on the kids too. We don't like or talking go by the middle name. Right. Yeah. Which might be whack too. <laughs> yeah. Stanford laureate. Right. <laughs> You're like, when I'm Stanford Valedictorian. Right. When does it end? You know? I'm, I am Yale high achiever. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. I am Stanford uh, cum laude. Stanford, Stanford cum laude. <laughs> Oh. And we're nice people and making fun of them. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. Imagine what the mean trolls are going to do. No, yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, man. But I, as a sister, are you the one to say that? But maybe she doesn't have friends that will tell them that. Clearly, the husband's not saying anything. So, wow. Yeah. So say it. It's all put family it dynamics. Yes, absolutely. Oh. And that's a complicated one. Oh, family but messy. Now you don't have to go to the wedding, which was going to be whack and probably cost you a lot of money because you're going to have to get some terrible yeah. <laughs> dress. Sounds like she didn't want to go anywhere. Right. So there we are. Yes. Problem Uh, solved itself. Oh, yeah. Am I the asshat? We do it every Monday and Wednesday at 8 here on Jason and Alexis. When we come back, we've got the Dirt Alert with Holly. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, it's 8.20, about that time. It's time for the Dirt Alert with Holly. Yeah, we got a Jamie... In my bucket. A Jamie Foxx update from his former co-star, Portia Coleman. So... She's saying that she received an update on Jamie Foxx from those very close to him after his mysterious medical complication has left Jamie Foxx. You know, not uh, we don't know Mm -hmm. what has happened in this. And we still don't know. All we know, according to uh, Portia Coleman right now, is that he's resting. He's well and he's going to be back. Trust and believe me. Now, interestingly enough, mm. she did stress that Jamie Foxx has always valued his privacy. So it seems that Jamie Foxx's camp has allowed certain individuals to make mm, blanket statements about Jamie Foxx's condition, but they don't really give mm-hmm. any kind of information other than he's recovering in some sort of way. Now, uh, currently... Yeah. Uh, the rumor is is that he's in Chicago in a rehabilitation clinic that specializes in treating people who have suffered from strokes and cardiac events and other things. And we don't know if he's still there or not. Mm-hmm. His daughter has been spot. His daughters have been spotted going in and out of the facility. But it's interesting because they're all talking through sources mm-hmm. and they're like, hang in there with him. But then we don't know what's happening. And so that leaves a lot of questions and people are very curious about this and concerned because, you know, Jamie Foxx has a lot of fans yeah. uh, and I, you, you want him to be good. OK. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it's interesting that if it had something to do with the stroke, because I mean, when Mike Tyson dropped that and they immediately came back and said they did not confirm anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, it does make me go, well, is it that you right. know, kind of thing where I'm like. You know, and I think it's interesting because he is such a a big enough star that we will keep going. Oh, well, I hope he's okay. And the fact that they're not saying anything is interesting to me because you would think after this, what, two months, two months of two months of time pass, there would have been a more official statement than he's he's okay or he's getting better. Yeah. Interesting. Well, in the absence of facts comes conspiracy. Mm -hmm. And it leads to a lot of yes. speculation, exactly what you're doing, Shannon, right. where it's like, well, what, what is, is it? What is the, it? But the other, when you are uh. back to the, the guessing game that we're playing, the stroke idea, they didn't say it wasn't a stroke when they've said it wasn't other stuff. Yes. You know, right. when, they was a, the, when there was that rumor that it was like a, um, a rebound to a COVID vaccine, they're like, it's not that. Right. So yeah, they'll say it's not. But it's so not. that's why I'm like. Huh. Okay, 
So hmm. yeah, you know, as if as if you were his family, I mean, maybe he's well enough to say what he wants. But if it was up to you, wouldn't you just say something more than just that he's okay? And also, do we have a right to know that? We don't have a right to know anything. We just like to. We, I mean, that's that that's our, our our secondary hobby. All of us. We play pickleball and then we like to be in everybody's business. That's what we do. Yeah. So I'm not going to get mad at myself for being nosy because we need to get on the pickleball uh, route there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> you guys haven't pickleball? We haven't played pickleball yet. No. Oh, I'll take you pickleball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got stuff. Done and done. Yeah, we'll go pickleball. All right. Do a pickleball anyway. and friendship bracelet. <laughs> yeah, baby. yeah. See, everybody has their thing. So uh, I am curious, and but yeah. you know, I mean, we do all wish the best. Yeah, of course. Yeah. For Jamie Fox and hmm. there's a story with Jamie Fox that we're not privy to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it leads to speculation. But at the end of the day. All we can say is that we hope that he's on the road to recovery. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Glastonbury, the music festival happened in England over the weekend. And a lot of fans were hoping to see Elton John and Britney Spears sing their <gasps> Tiny Dancer remix at the festival. Yes. Did not happen. Oh, man. Womp, womp. Brandon Flowers from The Killers oh. sang in Britney Spears' place. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I am okay with that. Brandon Flowers is a better singer. Yeah, I mean, that's not... That's a thing. Not wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know we want to see it, but she's working on her family. I'm totally fine with her just making albums in the studio and not doing a lot of those things. It's really stressful. Right. And it's really stressful and no need. Yeah. She is not... I mean, unless she's she's doing... She... That's what I... I mean, it's... She doesn't seem emotionally prepared to be doing all that stuff yet. Yeah. So lot. I'm okay with her, like, on on, on her midi, like, hey, I'm going to make an album. I'm going here. It's a safe space versus going out there with all that pressure of everyone's looking at you and Elton John. Oh. Well, and she's reconciling with her mom and sister. So mm-hmm. you're right. That takes time and yeah. privacy. Exactly. So we got a, a special uh, Elton John Brandon Flowers duet, which uh, the crowd was very excited about sure. over the weekend. Oh, that's. Uh, Sarah Ferguson, that would be the Duchess of York, speaking out about her breast cancer diagnosis. She's urging people to get checked because she said it was her sister who pushed her to get breast cancer, get her mammogram, excuse me. And she's talking very candidly about it. She said, look, I'm getting the best medical care. Doctors say that the prognosis is good. I'm recuperating. But I'm telling you. You know, every single person, go get checked, go get screened, and go do it. Because it was detected during a routine test. Her sister urged her to get her mammogram, got tested, was able to get it taken care of. Awesome. And all of those things have gotten so much easier than our our moms and our grandmoms. They just go get it done. They don't. No. Get to wear that cool robe and little squish squish and (laughs) you're done. Yeah. In and out. In and out. Robin a squish squish. Yes. <laughs> a good day. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> oh, man. Holly, you went to a great show over the weekend. Saw Sarah Swerm. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear all about that. And Fubar. Is it a yay yay or a no no? Okay. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger's new show. It's next. Ah. <laughs> oh, fork in the neck. Yeah, that can sometimes feel that way when we talk about mortgages. Yeah, about refinancing about getting into your first mortgage, the ream of paper that you have to sign at the end of the process, 
What am I doing? Did I just sign my life away? And yeah, you kind of have. I mean, financially, it's a big decision that you are making. You want to make sure that you have professionals holding your hand through the process. Whether it's your first one or your 50th, First Equity, they've got you. And they've been in our market for 23 years and counting. They've got the reputation, the know-how. They want to make sure that you are set up for financial success. And they do it in a multiple in multiple ways. Of course, they can do all, all of the the mortgages available to you, conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. They're also an independent mortgage broker, so you get that personalized attention you need and deserve, and they can shop multiple lenders, which, of course, is better for you as a buyer. 763-251-8000 or use my talk keyword, David. (laughs) (laughs) We love Cat Video Festival, yes. We hope to see you there. Hey, it's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Happy Monday, everyone. Yes. Alexis, Holly, and Miss Shannon with you this morning. Jason is off today. He'll be back tomorrow. Do either of you, do you, are you cat people? Do you two have cats? No, I, I've never lived with a cat. Okay. I, but I do love cats. Holly, are you a cat person? Very much so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very much. Do you much. have one cat, two cats? How many cats do you have? Um, well, the family cat lives with my folks right now. Gotcha. So he's hanging out, being all cool. Mm, but yeah. I would have all the cats if I could. I have one cat. and. Oh. The cat, we let the cat uh, for a little bit like dabble in the yard. I tried to put him on a cat harness last year, and he was like, oh, "No, that video." Oh, he, no. oh yeah, <laughs> shit. And but does your cat, like he decided he I, can't walk anymore? He did that cat thing where cats oh, yeah. cats decide when they have bones. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so he's like, "No bones, I just can't." I'm like, "But you'll like it because I have a robust cat." So the the neighbors across the street, uh, congratulations to their daughter. She graduated from high school, so they had a graduation party going across. So one of their so I. Had happened to be outside with my kid and the cat was out there meandering in the yard so one of their guests this young lady she's all like can i come pet your cat i love cats so i'm like sure come on over so she says that she's walking the driveway that's the biggest cat i've ever seen and i'm like wow which he is he's a very he's that's why i call him a house panther i have a big he's not just chonky he's big oh <laughs> he's, a, oh. he's a robust Tall, large cat. Oh, love so. But he's like, he's very social. So he's like, hello, young lady. Yes, you may pet me. Here's my chin. I'm like, okay, good job, Luke. Does your cat try to get outside now that you've... A little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just, like, I don't let him outside too much because I have to watch him because he won't wear the harness thingy. But he's like, oh, you left the screen door so I could see that outside looks interesting. And then he wanders around a bit and then he goes, yeah, it's not for me. And then he goes back in the house. Oh, and now I have, good. There's, but there's a, a squad of rabbits mm-hmm. that I have been helping cultivate. I'm like, here are rabbits. Here's some stuff. Uh, I like the rabbits. Oh, and you're feeding I, them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I like the rabbits. Okay. The rabbits are fine. They're eating. The, I don't have any plants that I'm like, don't eat that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. cool. I, but I'd only see one rabbit at a time. Now it turns out there's a squad and I saw four. So I don't want him to suddenly do that cat thing and go up and harass the rabbits because nothing good can come of that other than a hurt rabbit that I have to deal with. So, no. Unless he pulls it to the neighbor's yard. Which he's not going to do that. He's going to bring it to me. That's what they'll do. He's like, hey, look, mom, look what I found. I'm like, I don't need that. 
Uh, you don't need an offering. Nope. No, no nope. chipmunks, nope. rabbits, squirrels. None of that. None of it. I don't want him to suddenly decide. Like, I was he's just like, playing. Exactly. Playing, and now I got this. I just mauled him. Exactly. Yeah, no. Exactly. And I, and I love you, and now here it is. You'd like it, right? Yeah. I bought a gift, brought you a gift. No. <laughs> no. Oh so God. when the rabbits come around, I'm like, get in the house. Cats are so funny, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. With dogs, too. I've just I've always lived with dogs, and mm-hmm. because maybe I've never lived with cats before, they just seem like... Uh, yeah, they're just so mystifying. Different. And mystifying, they are, they right? I'm like, oh, okay. right. With cats, you just have to accept the cat that has been that you receive in mm-hmm. your life. Yes, and then you adjust accordingly. Know your cat, and yeah. you know your cat. Some cat, and every cat is different. Correct. And you just have to accept them for who they are. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm usually pretty. Yeah. My cats have been pretty chill. Uh, we didn't have a pet for a couple of years there in the middle because I had my first. My first two cats, one lived to be 19, the other one lived to be 22. So I just went on a break for a second. I was like, I was very attached to that cat. That cat was predated the child and the the marriage and all this. I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait until I get another. And then, as you said, Holly, uh, the cat was brought to us. We did not go look for the cat. The cat we currently have needed to be rehomed from a good friend of ours. So that's how we have the cat that we have now. So, yeah. I've only had one pet store cat ever. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the cats just appear. They just come. They, yeah. they, they're like, I like you. Yeah, exactly. Take me you, in. You're my human now. Cool yeah. beans. All right. Got oh, you. <laughs> love it. Well, Cat Video Festival, it's always fun to see the videos. Maybe I'll send the picture of him with the no bones and the harness. Oh, please. Oh, please. You have to. That video is wild <laughs> and hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of hilarity, Holly, you were laughing. With Sarah Squirm over the weekend. Yes, Sarah Sherman. She's a cast member on Saturday Night Live right now. And she came into town, performed two shows at the Parkway Theater on Friday night. I forgot that I went to this show because Ah, this weekend was was so so busy. So busy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. But does she go by Sarah Squirm? She goes by Sarah Squirm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought I was having another moment there, guys. (laughs) No, you were correct this time. All right. It's 8.38. We finally got on board. (laughs) Yes. I got it right just as the show is about to end. Oh, but I just wanted to get give her a shout out because she is immensely talented i will say her comedy is probably not for anyone because she does a lot of body horror comedy a lot of grotesque comedy and boy did she deliver on friday night the squirm yes hence Mm -hmm. the squirm i mean there are things that i cannot say on the radio body parts that were flying around and and the parkway is one of my favorite venues in the twin cities it's a great time yeah Mm -hmm. it's fantastic but uh you know wanted to give a shout out Female comedians, you know, mm-hmm. doing it, going yes. there, and she is definitely one to look out for. If you see her on Saturday Night Live, you're getting about a tenth of her true comedy <laughs> pa- prowess. <laughs> kind of like Bob Saget. You're like, whoa! Right. Yes. I didn't know he was so dirty. Oh yeah. my goodness. Wow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she was fantastic, and she had two shows. I think the first one was sold out. And there are things that can that have not <laughs> be unseen. That cannot be unseen. Like what? Uh, <laughs> Why are you putting her in that position? I'm just kidding, Here's what I'll say. <laughs> okay, is that you know she does an audio visual presentation, mm-hmm. and she was getting ready for summer, and her bikini body. Oh, full bush. Full, <laughs> full things. Nice. Full. 
I mean, you, for, getting ready, uh, getting ready, and that's all I can say there about we go. that. Okay, but, all right. Uh, I yeah. like the invasive nature of her comedy. Yes, yes I mean, do it, that. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is very in your face, and so uh, happy to go and do that. I'm like, I'm out of the house on a Friday night. <laughs> yes, you guys are Gosh, so just, funny. Does that feel like a hundred years ago? <laughs> it, it does seem like a hundred years ago. At least it was the early show because I'm like, I cannot do oh. a late show. I'm gonna tell people this. I'm yeah, glad that you know that. that I know you don't. Uh-huh. None, most of the people here don't. I mean, I'm professionally out. So <laughs> I um I do appreciate that you know that know that about yourself, Holly D. Roberts. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people that are like, I can go to a late show on a Friday night, and they cannot. So no. they get there. There are either they try to pregame and drink from the minute they got off work right up until like ten thirty when the show starts. Or if look, if you are a person who is normally in bed at ten, yeah. don't go to a ten thirty comedy show. No. You're not going to have a good time. You're going to be like very low energy, probably dozing off in the middle of it. You're going to go home and then the next day you're going to go, that wasn't very funny. It was hilarious. You're not a 1030 show person. Mm-hmm. No. Know yourself. No. Be a 330 in the afternoon person Correct. like me. That's a Ding lot of people. Yeah. Who's Just know yourself. Who's going to make me laugh at 330 in the afternoon, please? <laughs> Netflix. We're ready. <laughs> we ready, No girl. one's booking those shows. Just Alexis and I are going to sit in the front row. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, what's up? Mm. Let's go. We got this. We're laughing and that's leaking. That's what we like. Because <laughs> that's what we do, Shannon. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. you get down the way yeah. you get down. Well, once that kid's older, I'll get out again. I just, you no, know. No, you will not. I, I, you will you, not. You don't know me like that, Shannon. I do, because I've met you in our other friends. Oh, okay. Because once know. it we'll is, see. once it is, and it'll be once a month, and then you'll still try to go to a ten thirty show, and you'll still be asleep. So I'm just telling you ahead of time. It's yeah, not like I'm new at this. Morning still, right? Yeah, that's true. In that way, yes. But I do hope to get out again because mm-hmm. wow, yeah, having a t- toddler You're not life, missing man. Anything? That's yeah. That's kind of. Here's the thing. You know what you will like being able to go to dinner at seven o'clock. Yeah. Without worrying about Zen. That's true. That you'll miss. I don't think you're ever going to go back to, I want to, uh, the night starts at 10 p.m. Yeah. No. Oh, no. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not saying, we're not saying that That's Shannon. what I'm saying. It's like, there's lots of people, I'm like, man, remember when we didn't leave the house until oh. 10? Oh. <laughs> I don't yes. even have a toddler for an excuse. I'm just... <laughs> I did a show at Paisley Park, and we were talking about how, remember when we didn't show up here until 2 a.m.? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Thought maybe Prince would come we on got stage a at 4. Exactly. Yeah. You were just holding up a wall until yep. 4 a.m. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Watching Brother Jules, may you rest in peace, spin on the turntables, waiting for Prince to maybe come out. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yep, that's that's how it went down. Is that what you think you're going to get back to once he's not a top? No, 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 no. That, 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 no, no, that's too far, Shannon, okay? Too far. I am just setting realistic Woo. expectations, Alexis. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the raving days and the day, all-nighters. Cannot do not no more. Not trying it again. Mm-mm. We got to take a break. Hey, when we come back, let's do some more TV talk. To Red Rabbit for happy hour. Hey, it's Jace. Okay, live. It's done. There's no more debate. Um, I've always loved a good happy hour. You love a good happy hour because you like a good deal and great food. Boom. Red Cow has just upgraded their happy hour. So is Red Rabbit. And it's the best. If there's a Red Cow, they have the best happy hour in that area. Their new happy hour is also longer, now till 5.30. So 2 to 5.30, Tuesday through Friday. And they've divided it into 6 7 and $8 items. $6 tap beers, selected tap beers and selected wine. $7 margaritas, that's right. Um, And $8 
Under the $8 menu, their famous chips and dip, ahi tuna crisps, Wisconsin cheese curds, truffle fries, their double barrel sliders, and their 60-40 sliders. This is the best happy hour around. Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5.30. So today, run to red. WTF is always so much fun. Have you heard our trivia days now? No. Uh-uh. Ollie hosts it. It's okay. Trivia Mafia. It's gotcha. so much fun. All right. We're losing, though, oh. pretty badly now after Colleen and her son, Ollie. Okay. And Taylor Swift. Oh. They gained like six points okay. for the others. Okay. So we have a lot of ground to cover, don't we, Holly? Yes, there's a lot of ground, but don't worry. I think, Alexis, you and Jason are, are going to do better than you did last week. Woo, let's hope <laughs> and pray. Did they just hit Woo. a little, like, blind spot last week? Yeah, uh, we're yeah. Not, like, you know, up on all the Taylor Swift mm. trivia, you know? I have a question. So, so uh-huh. when you say you need to gain ground, what is the finish line? Or is it just going to play until you guys get tired of playing? Uh, you know what? That's a great so point. what's to win? Uh, it's just to have more, more points. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Just to win. It's just to be able to gloat. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, bragging Pride, rights. Pride, not prizes. Got you. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. We should have a prize, though. <laughs> <laughs> but if they win, though, it's like, it's, like, it's, a, it's like us versus all of them. Yes. So it's accumulation of their points. Okay. So. But I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, it's so fun. We do it every Friday, 830 to 9. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 107.1. Alexis, Holly, and Miss Shannon. Hello. Hanging with us this morning. Jason's off. He'll be back tomorrow. We've got some more TV to talk. What is this thing you're watching? Fubar. Okay. Now, Holly, I think you got through one episode. One. Me too. What's I think that's line? it. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Netflix, mm. yeah. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's yes. his new new hit. Now, it's still in like the, it's trending on new Netflix. New hit? New you hit. didn't sound hit. When you said oh, it, well, it's not, it's not a hit for us, but it's okay. still on the hit list. You know, like okay. how they say, you know, like the top ten. Yes. It still has that little corner, gotcha. you know, marked on there on Netflix. Um, but yeah, you know, it's this action comedy. It's about Arnold Schwarzenegger, this guy who was a spy. He's wants to retire or recently retired. They have him come back for one more job. You know, it's just, just yes. one more job, yeah. and then he turns out that not only his secret of being a secret spy, his whole life and or at least his child's life he finds out that his daughter is also a secret spy and has been well, keeping that as oh, a secret too good spy right <laughs> so they've lied to each other for years and here they here now they they're are teaming up mm-hmm. exactly and my biggest beef with it is not necessarily arnold schwarzenegger it's the chemistry between him and the woman who plays his daughter i don't feel it Monica Barbar- and that's about it. Barbaro is what it looks like. I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Barbaro. So, yeah, Emma's her name. So it just looks like he's, you know, you don't feel any like, like yeah. nothing. Like they don't feel like family at all. No, if anything, it's more like, you know, um, like sexual tension. Oh, that's gross. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Corny in the first episode, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character finds his daughter's vibrator that's in the shape gross. of a lipstick. And they're just like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is this? And it's like, dude, you know what that is. Knock it off. Exactly. <laughs> right. And put it down. Gross. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. That was cringe. There's some 